This podcast is brought to you by KT, the organic cold brew iced tea, which you can find in select UK retail stores and their website kt.co.uk, spelt k-a-y-t-e-a.co.uk. Hi, I'm your host, Unzube Ufodike, and welcome to another episode of Crowncast, where we talk to capital allocators about their why and how they approach specific deals. In the studios with us today, we have Paolo. Hi, Paolo. Good morning, Nzube. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for joining us. And um, there's a lot for us to go through. As you know, our audience are mostly individuals that are trying to figure out the best financial partner for their product or service. And you have quite an exceptional journey into investing. Do you mind sharing a little bit more about how you came into investing and, and a bit about your background before we jump into questions around your thesis? By all means. So I started as an engineer. I'm Italian, as you can tell from my name and accent. And uh, uh, I studied engineering in Italy and left as a fresh grad to go to uh, California in Silicon Valley. Uh, worked at Cisco as a software developer uh, at the beginning of my career. Uh, and I later moved into product management. Uh, and then eventually, always with Cisco, relocated to Switzerland where I changed jobs again within the company and went to do business development, uh, leading Europe uh, and then uh, Africa, the Middle East, then Asia. Uh, At which point I realized that that I wanted to get into investments and uh, I didn't know which part of the finance world. So I did an MBA, uh, executive MBA here at London Business School, uh, during which I explored uh, asset management, venture capital, uh, private equity, Uh, hedge funds and realize that actually venture capital is at the intersection of investments and technology. And that was my calling. So I decided to get into venture and I started making angel investments, which little by little built up my network and uh, leading me to meet an American firm called the Giants Partners that wanted to launch in Europe and was looking for a managing director to lead this effort. Uh, and so we liked each other a lot and I joined them. And, you know, there, it was a great match for multiple reasons. Uh, first, uh, you know, I did not have a lot of investment experience, but they did. Uh, they did not have a lot of experience in Europe, but I did. And the investment thesis was around uh, health and happiness, which are huge areas of passion of mine. Uh, when I moved to London in uh, around 2015, I started a fitness bootcamp called Urban Tribe, which we still run in Hyde Park every Sunday, um, and as well as in other three locations, including uh, Dubai. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a community of a few thousand members. So it's a very, very uh, big uh, area of passion, fitness, nutrition, meditation. Uh, and I read a lot around uh, uh, on each of these areas. And at Joyance, that became my main job investing in companies in this space and things worked out very well uh, we did 25 investments across europe uh, built a team of eight uh, headquarters in london with teams spread out across the different countries and then eventually decided to uh, launch my own fund together with a friend and um, a partner that has similar ideas uh, matt cooper also very passionate about uh, fitness and mental health in his case. Uh, he's American, started his career as founder of Capital One Bank uh, in 1988 in the, U- the US. And then 10 years later came to London to launch it across 
uh, this region and left it in 2001 and started working with entrepreneurs at the very early stage back then and investing in those entrepreneurs. And over the last 20 years, invested in over 160 startups uh, with really uh, good returns. So, you know, very accomplished operator, angel investor, as well as was chairman at Octopus, uh, Octopus Group uh, for more than 20 years from 2001 until last year. So um, I'm lucky to have met uh, uh, such a close friend who then became co-founder and together last year we launched um, Exceptional Ventures, which is a, a 20 million pounds target uh, fund, uh, London-based, investing across uh, uh, the UK and Europe and opportunistically the rest of the world into early stage companies, so a preceded seed in the areas of uh, health and wellness. So the mission of the fund is to help people live uh, healthier, happier, longer lives, uh, which is on one side something we both strongly feel about, myself and Matt, as well as a huge financial opportunity. Already the numbers, the data into the sector show huge growth over the last 10 years, and it's been really going even faster after the pandemic. Um, and we want to, on one side, uh, leverage this opportunity as well as uh, uh, drive uh, better mental health, physical health uh, for everyone by investing in entrepreneurs in the space. Gotcha. That That's quite a diverse and rich background, you know, from engineer to founder, investor, and, and quite a few things you've done focusing on, on health and wellness. Uh, minor segue, but your Sunday running club, in London, how open is that to newbies and to people that aren't, that aren't professional runners? Professional runner, but what we do, it, so it's very open. Please come. Uh, and uh, it's actually free. So we do it every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Hyde Park. And uh, uh, we don't charge. And, and it's been a way to give back, right? And uh, what we also do is fitness holidays. So uh, a couple of times a year, we do one week. Once we did it in Thailand, we did it in Portugal, we did it in um, uh, 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 Brazil. And um, uh, those are paid for, but every Sunday is free. And yeah, every level. So, you know, we train for an hour. Fantastic. I'll probably see you on one of those Sundays. But you talked about uh, your thesis and some of the focal areas. Can you share a little bit more about the types of companies or maybe founders that tend to you know get your attention or what green flags you look out for in in founders or companies before you decide to allocate capital so we are very early in the process in the life cycle of startups uh when you know we meet we invest in star in founders that are from uh, uh sometimes is is, is just a slide deck uh, so it's pre 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 MVP, pre-launch, pre-revenue. Uh, sometimes it's a little later and already have some revenue. So we do angel precedent seed. That's where our fund uh, uh, leaps uh, in terms of stage. Uh, so very early. And then uh, we do investment checks uh, that range from 100K up to 500K uh, per company. So far, we made 17 investments, right? So we invested across 17 startups. And that our portfolio construction, we want to build a portfolio of 40 companies uh, over three years, which is roughly 13 companies per year, which is a bit more than uh, one company per month. And we are on track with that. Uh, so we're quite prolific. Um, and yeah, in terms of stage, you, we, you know, we care a lot about uh, 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 being aligned with our investment thesis, which as mentioned is around improving people's 
people's physical or mental health. So having outcomes on the people uh, secondarily on the planet, but uh, it's 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 a uh, out it's a byproduct of the first one. For example, we invest uh, across the areas. We have three pillars of investments, which are health tech, food tech, and financial health. Um, within health tech, we look at startups in uh, that, that look at mental health, uh, physical health, uh, gut microbiome, uh, longevity, uh, fertility. Uh, we invested across the space. Uh, within uh, food tech, we have looked and invested in alternative proteins, so uh, plant-based meat, uh, cultivated meat, uh, precision fermentation companies, uh, biomass fermentation, and financial health uh, is uh, again, you know, financial education, financial inclusion, uh, and uh, uh, um, you know. The first two are kind of like larger pillars, and the last one is a smaller one, smaller allocation. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And in terms of the actual um, opportunities, because I'm sure you see over ten to fifteen decks a day, if not more. What would make a particular opportunity stand out? Or so for the ones that you've actually placed capital, do you see any common thread in terms of the the nature of the opportunity or maybe how the deal was found, either through an introduction or you found them at an event or pitch competition? And and what specifically, I'm trying to figure out if there's any common thread. I saw it in two different ways. In this fund, our fund, uh, majority of deals came through introduction from our existing network. Uh, a lot came from our existing founders. Matt invested in 160 companies. I have invested in 40 you know, that's 200 companies, that's 400 founders that you have a relationship with and they recommend you other founders. And, you know, you, you, you listen very carefully when they send you someone. Uh, um, uh, and, and it's been the majority in this fund. Uh, some also recommendations came through our LP investors uh, and other co-investors that we work with before. And then a minority came through uh, events we've attended or I guess inbound and desk research. Different from what the way it used to work at Joyans. When I was at Joyans, we just launched across Europe. So we did not have as many connections. So we used a lot of desk research, a lot of uh, uh, outreach uh, and um, a lot of um, um, uh, algorithms as well that were continuously scraping the web uh, in, in search for potential opportunities. So that uh, worked a lot, uh, as well as recommendations. But uh, uh, yeah, so you know, I can see these two different methods depending on the fund that people talk with. And currently, in our fund, would be more through some someone's introductions that is close to us or connected to us or knows us. That makes sense. And in terms of the the process, because something many entrepreneurs are surprised to learn of is just how long it takes to raise capital. But I'm curious from the moment of a first meeting to capital placement. What does that look like from either your angel perspective as an angel investor, as well as from the portfolio exceptional ventures? What, what does that process look like and how long does it take? What are the steps? So, you know, here the way it works is that um, I would have a first chat with the founder uh, or my associate would. If she likes the founder, then I would. If I like it, then Matt would. And then at that point we decided, all right, Let's dig deeper or not. If we decide to dig deeper, then we spend time uh, understanding more about 
market competitors and all that. And at that point, uh, uh, if we like it, then uh, we it's 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 a go, which basically means uh, it's a uh, uh, review the legal due diligence, and if it checks out, then we write the check. That's normally the way it works. So it, it can be so we, we've done it faster, so, so couple of weeks, uh, uh, but. but I'd say average time is maybe a month, month and a half. Uh, and uh, it's been also slower in certain circumstances to three three months or four months. It also depends on what kind of round it is, it is. Sometimes, you know, for a convertible note, it can be faster. Uh, there's not a lot of documents that need to be written. And sometimes companies already have a convertible note open. Uh, for an equity round, can be slower. We are on the top of two companies that we committed to both, but in both cases, uh, the, the documents are being, you know, written and negotiated, and there is a lead uh, and it takes time. So it might take another one or two months, even though we made the decision to invest a month ago. And and with nearly two hundred private companies as angel investors, what would you say is the main value add that comes from you as an investor? and your colleague when it comes to supporting companies within your portfolio? So we are a thematic investor, right? We only do health and wellness. And that is a big deal because we specialize in it. We know it uh, and we're we're specialists. So we're faster in our uh, decision process and we are more connected in the space. We understand the space better. So we can make proper introductions for our portfolio companies that uh, range from potential customers, uh, potential uh, hires uh, and uh, uh, potential other investors. So once we commit, we bring others to the table uh, and fill up the round. Uh, when a company gets to their Series A, then we go out of our way to make introductions for them and uh, help them raise the follow-on round. Um, and you know, we are very helpful when it comes down to this discussing strategy. Uh, you know, should they go B two B? Should they go B two B two C? Uh, should I first win in the UK before I launch outside? And, you know, what should be the first country I go to outside? Should it be Europe? Should it be the US? So all these kind of conversations, we've seen it in a number of ways. Uh, at early stage, at, you know, at growth and on the way through exit and public company, Matt especially also worked a lot in public companies and, and, and were really able to help all the way through, through the life cycle of a startup. Fantastic. So from potential customers to potential hires and potential capital allocation from other investors to fill out the round. And you also talked about um, that go-to-market strategy and other areas they can add value. That sounds pretty robust. And, and it sounds like because you are focused on a particular sector, you're able to add that much more value. And the final question I've got for you before we let you go is, um, what have been some of the highlights for you on your your investments and investing journey? Well, uh, I love speaking with entrepreneurs and working with entrepreneurs. So people that are very motivated, uh, uh, you know, very hungry and 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 very smart, and and you know, I learn every day from them. I learn about topics that I'm interested about, and uh, so I. You know, for me, that's that's the best part of my job, uh, and that's one. And 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 of course, I love it when uh, companies do well, and 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 you see your work paying fruits, right? So, uh, and then I also love building a team and a firm that 
uh, amplifies my efforts. And uh, I, the idea with this uh, investment firm is really to, on one side, our objective is to provide uh, outstanding returns to our investors. And on the other side is actually to have outstanding impact on the people and on the planet. And I truly believe in that. So it's great to be able to do that, you know, in, with a team building a culture that uh, is is based on honesty, based on helping out each other and others, and, you know, based on transparency and and i believe that uh, you know it's it's a it's a it's a sector that uh, that uh, can use can use a bit more of that brilliant well thank you so much paolo for joining us and for sharing your insights i look forward to seeing you outside in hyde park please and <laughs> indeed one of these sundays all right thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day and to all our listeners Thank you for your attention. Um, you've been listening to Unzube and Paolo on Crowncast. Until the next time, please like, subscribe, share, and comment below. Take care. Bye.